This is the Weekend Variety Wireless on Radio Live. Good evening. We'll take you to the Pie Awards this hour. They're on Tuesday night. You may have heard who won, uh, but there's plenty of tension and, and backstory. We'll take you to the guts of the Pie Award. We'll take you to the filling. Congratulations, Pat Lamb, who took it out this year. It was a creamy mushroom and pork. Haven't tried it yet. Freezer's full of Pat Lamb's work. That's the sixth time he's won. Sixth. It's amazing. Uh, later on, I'll, I'll address the Jimmy's Gap. And that's the, it's the bit of wet oceany stuff between the North Island and the South Island. It needs a name. Um, I'm proposing the Jimmy's Gap because you can't get a Jimmy's Pie, the famous Jimmy's Pie, in the North Island from the South Island without some definite palaver. They're not exporting. How do we get them across the Jimmy's Gap? I don't know. That's a big question in Piedom. I don't know, on the South Island they might call it the Lamb Gap. Okay, the Pat Lamb Gap. <laughs> okay, uh, John Dippick's ready to go. Should we just let him off the leash? Not quite yet. We have a commercial break. Good evening, everybody. Letter from America, John Dippick, next. The most interesting radio show on planet Earth. The Weekend Variety Wireless. On Radio Live. Here he is, John Dippick. And his letter from America. Least qualified guy. Yeah. We lost him. That's all right. You can't have married time. Oh, up. that doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. No. Well, I'm speaking anyway. Yeah. No, nobody asked me, but too bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, John, what's been on your mind America-wise this week? What have you made of your fine country, that shining city on a hill? Shining city on a hill? That's San Francisco. Is that right? Yeah, it's on nine hills, actually. Oh. 715,000 people. Very small city. Isn't it? You know, but uh, yeah. How did it get its own TV show then? <laughs> the streets of San Francisco. Street, oh, Carl Malden. <laughs> and Everybody, those stupid streets. I'd hate to live there going up and down boy, those things. I tell you, when I was, when I got my driver's license at 16, 17, whatever it was, yeah. you know, the, the big deal, the challenge was to go to San Francisco. Right. Because, I mean, you're stopping a stop sign and you can't see the intersection. You're so perpendicular to the to the light. Oh. It, it's really tough. I mean, it's just scary as shit. Yeah. First, first time you do it. Far <laughs> out. And those, they, it got its own police show because it had those streets and yeah. they could do those action sequences wow. at the start, yeah. leaving the ground. Steve McQueen. Yeah. Know, great, great, you know, the, the Ford Mustang yeah. going down the streets of San Francisco, California Street, actually. What's the small? There's a challenge. The smallest American uh, place with a sitcom of its own. Oh, oh, there you go. Let's check that out. Mm. That's a good one to look up. Yeah. yeah. You could go Newhart in uh, um, Vermont. I was going to say, yeah, New England someplace. Not, it's not, I think that's a made-up place in Vermont. Yeah, I don't think yeah. it, yeah. yeah. No, that'd be interesting. Mm. All righty. Uh, first up, Enemy of the People. Wow. I mean, he's, you know, let's just you know step back a second, folks, and remember that, you know, Donald J. Trump, when he was inaugurated as the 45th president, actually the 44th, it's the 45th presidency. Yes. 
but he was inaugurated. He put his right hand up and he swore to uphold the Constitution of the United States of America. And the First Amendment of that Constitution, the very First Amendment, no, no bullshitting around. We don't go 19, 17, 16. We go the very first one, freedom of the press, freedom of the press to criticize the government, to hold the government in check. And he's just been going off this week. Yeah. Uh, the official policy of the White House now, because Sarah Huckabee Sanders refused to denounce it, is that the press is the enemy of the people. And the reporters are coming under some horrific harangment at the rallies. I mean, the scenes are ugly. People flipping the bird at them, yelling at them, blah, blah, you know, just, and Trump is just standing up at the podium saying, yes, look at all these bad, horrendous, evil people back here distributing the fake news, Mm. you know? And the reason he does that is because the mainstream media report his lies. And also, just remain, you shouldn't have to be reminded of this. The First Amendment uh, also uh, protects his right to criticize. It does. It does. But not in that manner. Not in that manner. They're not the enemy of the people. We are required to have a free press. Dictators. But if he thinks they're doing a really bad job, whether they are or not, he's allowed to express himself. No, not in that manner. He's not. Because somebody's going to get killed. Mark my words. Mark everybody. Everybody's saying this. Somebody is going to get killed, and it's going to land right on his doorstep for inciting. It's called incitement riot speech, and that's what's going to happen. And this is, you know, for these people that, you know, take their news from Trump or the White House. I'll just just a quick little five, five little lovely lies this week. You know, uh, the White House, Sarah Huckabee Sanders said that the Russia investigation was started by the Christopher Steele dossier. Trump repeats this repeatedly. It's false, folks. It's not. It's a lie. The dossier was not even out when the investigation was started. It was started by George Papadopoulos stating to an Australian diplomat in London that the Russians had dirt on Hillary. The The Australian diplomat called the FBI, and that's when they started the investigation. I mean, that's just fact whether you like it or not, all right? Then he goes on this week in his rallies. He had two rallies, one in Florida, one in Pennsylvania, and actually he had a third one uh, just recent, just at the end of the week in Ohio. He keeps saying he's had record job growth, record job growth, 3.7 million jobs. As I've said repeatedly on this show, Barack Obama in the last 19 months of his administration had 4.3 million jobs. You know, it's apples and oranges in a way, but you know, it's just tr- typical Trump lying about facts, about numbers. Skiting. Skiting. But Make it, making stuff up to skite. Just making stuff up. You know, he also said at this last rally that Russia was very unhappy for him to be to win. And we've got it on tape. Vladimir Putin said he wanted him to win. He said it twice. He wanted Trump to win the presidency. So if you guys want to believe that shit— Good luck to you, because it's not correct. All you got to do is look at the tape. Vladimir Putin, president of Russia. Yes, I want the Trump to win. I want the Trump to win. Yes. Oh, God. And then he just keeps saying this every rally, and people cheer it, and you guys are just flipping morons for cheering this shit. Largest tax cut in history. Number eight on the list, folks. Number eight, behind Reagan, behind Bush, behind Barack Obama. I mean, come on. It's just right there in black and white. Black and white, guys. Just look it up. Google it. You know, it's numbers. It's not made up shit. Trump's making it up. 
and you guys are clapping it because you're idiots. And that's bullshit. Call or bullshit a, when you see it. Any Republican, if you just say tax cut, their eyes. Oh, they like it. Light up. And and, they go, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's fine. And you know the thing about the tax cut, you know, once again, you know he, you know, the middle class guy got screwed. He got a he got a a thousand dollars or something, you know. But it, next year and the year after, he's going to pay for that because they're going to go up. The billionaires got the the most of it. The corporations got the rest of the pie, mm. and then economically. The business people have not put back into the economy. They gave they gave big bonuses and bullshit stuff to their staff. They didn't give shit back to the economy. So that's another Republican bullshit thing. And then the last little thing this week, you know, Trump was, you know, continually because Hillary Clinton beat him by three million votes. He continually says there were four or five million fraudulent votes. I mean, it's such, why does he even worry about that? It's just such. I know. Well, there you go. But he keeps bringing it up. The White House brings it up. You know, the Commission for the Voter Fraud just disbanded this week, put out the report. Mate, you won the presidency. Shut up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But That's since, what George W. Bush did when he won with a minority of the vote. Exactly. And he got the Supreme Court, yeah. which was stacked in his favor. And yeah. he, he never he just went, well, well, we'll just avoid that topic and move on. Actually, Al Gore was particularly <laughs> dignified after that. He didn't really bring it up much, did he? Or, no, or well, he, he actually conceded. He, yeah. he, he said, okay, fine. That's the decision. Yeah. That's it. We're going to move on. Let's have and, a government. And get going. Yeah. But just for the- Otherwise, you end up in Zimbabwe. Yeah, well, exactly. Ooh, that was ugly. You know, but nah. just just for just for facts, sakes, folks, since 1948, there's been a whopping 1,000 convictions for voter fraud, where somebody just did something stupid. All right, yeah. You know, I mean, it just doesn't happen. You know, but you, you know, and and then like at the Trump rally, I mean, just a little stupid stuff. At the at Tampa, he said that there were big screens outside the stadium because nobody could. You know, it was so packed they couldn't get in. And you go outside the stadium, the camera showed it. No screens. Nobody there. Nothing. Come on, you know, just, just, and people are just applauding it. The interesting thing about Tampa was I listened to um, uh, this guy Jolly. He's a former congressman from that Tampa Bay area, mm. which is a, you know, he says a very, you know, wide indigenous group of people. I mean, people from everywhere live there. And he went to the rally just to, you know, for his own sake, just to see firsthand what was going on. Ninety nine point nine percent white. Mm. No, nobody else, mm. you know, and you go, well, you know, there you go. Yeah. You know. Although there are some interesting stats about uh, women, and as you're so obsessed with in the United States, you're so obsessed with race. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, Trump said, Trump also said in Ohio this week that he won the women's vote. You know, once again, folks, just Google it. Yeah, he didn't yeah, win yeah, the women's yeah, vote. Yeah. Cl Clinton won at 54% to 42%. Hmm. Fact. It depends how you want to slice it. Well, they, they like got, he, he, I think he took more female votes than he took uh, off Obama or something. No, nah, he took he took like college educated women. He yeah, took more votes. Right. Yep. But overall, yeah, yeah, who cares? it went the other way. Yeah. All righty. Now, Ivanka, the lady. Yeah. Yeah. Ivanka. Yeah. The First. blonde, the blonde woman who does absolutely zero in the White House. Oh, I get them all mixed up. She's the the daughter. She's the daughter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The only thing she's done in Milani the is the other one, isn't it? Yeah, she's the wife. Pardon me for not freaking <laughs> Come on. caring. Come on. But now, this is one of the stranger stories this week. Ivanka was interviewed. She did an interview. She mm -hmm. doesn't do that many interviews. And she did an interview. And she said that um, 
She really felt bad about the families being separated at the border. And in case anybody's you know, keeping count, there's still over 500 children that have not been reunited. I mean, this just drags on and on and on. But they, um, so they've managed to reunite a bunch a, with a, their about parents. 2,000, yeah. Right. But there's still 500. If you're one of the 500, you you know, I mean, shit. And some of those kids, I, oh, I yeah, yeah, not sure. I don't think they're going to ever get there. No, that's not fun. But anyway, Ivanka, you know, did this interview, <laughs> and she said, "Oh, you know, I'm really feeling bad," you know, which is bullshit, because she didn't make, she didn't go to any of the detention centers, didn't go to the border, didn't do it. And she's got power, folks. She's a she's a, a special consultant in the White House. She has an official position, so she could make you do stuff. But she didn't do anything. She just said she feels sorry. What is her official position? She's a special consultant to the president. Oh, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's that's. Making up a title for someone who's hanging around. And and they always say, oh, but she doesn't get paid. She doesn't get paid. Well, of course she doesn't get paid because she spends all her time getting uh, trade tariffs in China so she can make $82 million last year. Mm. Anyway, so she says she's all, you know, really bad about it. And she says, you know, I come from an immigrant family. My mother, Ivanka, Mm. who is, you know, Ivana, Ivana, Mm. is my mother. And she was an immigrant, but she came here legally. Well, see, the problem is, Ivanka, your mother wrote a book last year. And in the book, I mean, it's very recent. You might try picking it up and reading it. Because in the book, she said that she married an Austrian to get Austrian citizenship so she could get to Canada. She said the marriage was a sham. It was a fake. But she got to Canada. And then once she was in Canada, she went to the United States to Vermont to ski. She was a great skier. And they hired her as a ski instructor. She didn't have the papers to work. She was there illegally. Woohoo! And then eventually, 11 years down the track, she got her American citizenship after living there for 11 years or whatever. So, you know, read the book. Talk to your mother. I mean, this is about the—this is a classic case of being the dumb blonde. I mean, come on. It's all there in black and white. And then I love the tweet that um, a female journalist put out (coughs) saying that, yes, that's what people do. They have fake marriages. They cross borders. They travel great distances. They mm. do a lot of different things to get to America. And then once they get there, they have due legal process to see if they can stay or not from the horrors of where they're running from. Except for in the case of Donald Trump, who put a zero policy on it and just squashed people. And you're part of that, Ivanka, whether you like it or not. And just voicing opinions that you're upset about it means bullshit. means nothing. That is interesting. Very interesting. The mom and the skiing trip. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she bragged about being such an excellent skier that they Well, the had... most interesting thing is she didn't, it wasn't in her mind when she was saying that my mother came here legally. No, she she obviously hasn't read the it's book. It's a freaking book. <laughs> okay. Um, now, stand your ground. Oh, now, this is weird, folks. This is a, a law that I don't like. I've never liked it in, in the States. It's in It started in Florida. It's in about 24 states now. And it means that if I attack you and you're feeling unsafe, you can shoot me and kill me. Stand your ground. Mm. But, I mean, there are different things about it. You know, there are, you know, and this happened in the Trayvon Martin case where the the kid in a hoodie was eating candy and some guy went out and accosted him. They got into an altercation and ended up shooting him. But this latest case, there was an altercation in a parking lot in Florida. A woman... And her uh, parked in a, in a handicap zone. She wasn't handicapped, but she was running into one of those convenience stores. Mm. Okay? You know, it happens. Mm. And some guy was trolling the parking lot, and apparently he does this all the time. 
And he started harassing this woman and yelling at her, and she had two kids with her. Well, her boyfriend came out and knocked the guy down. Okay, so he knocks the guy down, pushes him, knocks him down, and he's standing there. The guy's on the ground. Nothing else happens. The guy on the ground pulls out a gun and shoots him dead. And the cops didn't arrest him. Now, see, that's wrong to me. Holding your ground. Holding it, but that's wrong. The other guy doesn't... Sounds like a law that was made in Carson, um, New Mac... Where, where's Carson City? Carson City, Virginia. Car- no. Out west. Yeah, out west, yeah. In yeah. Nevada, Carson City, Nevada. Carson City, Nevada, yeah. uh, during a shootout. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it does. Did Wyatt Earp write this law? I, you know, I mean, I can understand if you're being attacked and you can protect yourself. But if the other guy's got no weapon... And you, even if you pull your gun, you may point it at him and say, hey, back off. Mm. But just to shoot an unarmed guy mm. and not get arrested, I'm sorry. I don't I don't buy that. And this is um, for parking in a disabled car? Just for parking in a disabled parking lot. They had, it, it wasn't the guy's business anyway. I mean, I know people, you're not supposed to do it. But as we, you know, she parked there. She's running oh. in to grab a thing of milk or something. Oh, I Big long story from a friend of mine today. I was with. He was very annoyed at this person parking in a disabled car park who didn't seem to be disabled. Apparently, he had a hip operation, nineteen sixty nine, and uh, <laughs> kept the card because he's got a friend in a wheelchair. Yeah, and it feels very protective. Well, that's I can understand that. But you don't go around shooting somebody over it. Well, what he did do to make a point was got her, wheeled her up to the car. Pushed her out of the wheelchair, so she was prone in the middle of the road in the rain. Left her there for a bit. Um, so when the guy came back, he'd feel very, very guilty indeed. <laughs> That'll teach him. <coughs> yeah, that's a type of love for th- th- those l- less advantaged. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you one. Can one, expect from my good friend. I'll tell you one wheelchair story. Wheelchair story. Yeah, I got a friend. This a Paralympian, Dave McCallman, you know, a good friend of mine, and. We were at the movies, and they had to go down about four steps mm. on one level to the other level. And um, so I asked this guy next to me, standing next to me, I said, here, I'll go in the front and grab the wheels, and you just grab the two handles at the back, and we'll just, you know, help them down. And the guy looked at me, and I thought he kind of nodded or something, you know. But So I go pick up Dave from the front, and the other guy's just standing there looking at me, and I tip Dave out of the wheelchair. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm yelling at the guy, God damn, you son of a bitch, what are you doing? And the guy didn't speak English. <laughs> uh, no. And he's, and he's just standing there going, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> And your mate's out of the wheelchair. Oh, yeah, he's rolling around. Oh, jeez. Yeah. You know, Dave was fine with it, though. He got a good sense of humor. But <laughs> Good one. All right. Now, business as usual for whom? Yeah, for North Korea. North Korea. You know, Trump said that we are safe, that they're denuclearizing. Oh, right. Well, yeah, yeah. you know, we now know that they're building another ICBM, intercontinental ballistic missile, which they can put a warhead on, a nuclear warhead. I love what you just said, intercontinental. Oh, did I say yeah. <laughs> It's better than intercontinental. Yeah, it stretches. <laughs> it's fantastic and intercontinental. It's intercontinental. God. <laughs> Wordsmith here I'm working with. Folks. No, it is good. Very good. So anyway, so North Korea, they haven't stopped. They're, they're, they're doing nuclear fission shit. They're building missiles. And then now we're trying to do the detente between the two sides. And now we're trading barbs again. So it's bullshit as usual. This is exactly what North Korea does every time. Blah, 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 blah. And then they do what the hell they want because they got China in their corner. Simple as that, folks. And what Donald Trump says is total bullshit. And if you want to believe that, good luck to you. Can I have some of the energy 
and vitriol and anger and criticism that has been spent on North Korea and Donald Trump. Can we just scoop, uh, bail out a bit of it and throw it at that ass? Erdogan and oh, Turkey. Oh, yeah, Turkey. Yeah, Turkey. Yeah, now People pointing fascist Nazi, fascist Nazi. You've got one, a real yeah. freaking live one. Yeah, yeah. And for some reason, he doesn't make After any- getting rid of a, a more than 300,000 uh, journalists, dissidents, people who voted yeah. against him, he's yeah. uh, after his latest election, <laughs> I yeah. use election Elect- there for the rhythm, Yeah, exactly. um, he's arrested another 18,000 press. Yeah. And see, folks, for the people that don't mind Trump saying that America, you know, the, the enemy of the people is the press in America, this is exactly what Erdogan does and Duarte does in Philippines and Putin does in Russia. They get rid of the press. Oh, That's right. the first. Trump's got a few rungs to go up to. Yeah, he does. Yeah. But he's doing it. Yeah. Nobody else has ever done that no, in America. Said, said, said. He said it. He said it's the enemy of the people. He is not arresting them. Yes, he is. Who's he arrested? He hasn't for journalism, he hasn't arrested, but he's. That's just, what I said. He's con- okay. I didn't I, see. I didn't quite hear you. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, for some reason, Turkey doesn't make a big impact in America because they're kind of our allies. How about the world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for for some reason, they don't. And he, you're right. Erdogan is a total jerk off. I mean, he's he's you know he's eradicated everything. He's taken away all kinds of freedoms. Yeah, he's just eradicated them. Okay, now how stupid is what? Oh God, this this is this is kind of how stupid um, America is, or the situation is with Trump. You know, I mean this this is it's just ridiculous in America. So this week we had every intelligence head agency make a, do a press conference all in one group: the CIA, the FBI, the DCI. The home security people, the cybersecurity people, they all had a big press conference in the White House and said the Russians are meddling and they've meddled and they are continuing to meddle and they're already attacking certain senators running for re-election in the 2018 elections in the midterms. Hmm. They, they all, and they, you know, no doubt about it. Just no doubt. Six hours later at a rally in Pennsylvania... <clears throat> Our president, who, not my president, illegitimate, Benedict Arnold, got voted in by the Russians. But the president of the United States said that the Russian thing was a hoax. Now you tell me, what the hell is that? You got every intelligence agency saying, this is the way it is. You got one guy, and the only reason, folks, you guys that follow this asshole, the only reason is because he's no he's he knows he's illegitimate that the Russians helped him and wanted him to win and he's never going to concede that and he puts America in danger and everybody else for his own goddamn vanity. That's the only reason. Vanity is a problem with uh, with your man there, your yeah. president. Uh, now, don't, don't I'm got, I'm keeping going here. I got other stuff that's stupid. I got a lot of stupid stuff. Okay. Not not a lot, but a couple stupid. Or right, no, but just about the Russian meddling. Okay, yeah, good. Um, the what if they just want to stir anger from either side? Because it has been proven, or it seems as though it's the case that um, they're infiltrating the far left. And the far oh, right yeah, yeah, no, to get them fighting. Sure. And the middle ground is going, what, 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 what? Yeah. yeah. No, no, I don't think they, they're just as easy to go to the Democrats as they go to the Republicans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and they, 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 they're they, attacking both sides. Yeah, they got no favorites they in that regard. They want to see you fight. Yeah, they want to see stir up shit and, yeah. and kind of erode what we, you know, faith. 
mm. and confidence in our elections. Nah. That's what it, that's what it's come down to. Yeah, you know? and, and anger from both, and a lot both of sides anger. get you guys fired. A lot of anger. I mean, you know, so they, have they succeeded? Well, I think they have. Mm. Well, in one thing, they got Trump elected. I know you don't believe that, but they did. And he goes to all these rallies, three rallies this week, spewing lie after lie. I only give you just a short discourse of his yeah, lies, yeah, yeah. but yeah. lie after lie after lie, attacking not only the free press, attacking the FBI, attacking the Department of Justice because they're investigating him. Mm. And he's really goddamn worried that his son, Don Jr., is in real peril. He's which, just not used to people talking back he, to him. Exactly. But he's whipping these people up, and they are cheering and salivating, and you look at them and you go, you dumb morons. You're cheering against the fabric of United States democracy. And the more you fight, the more you fight like that, the the, the worse it makes America. Well, it does. I'm not giving up. Screw that shit. I'm not baby. I'm not coddling this asshole. I'm not saying, oh, yeah, 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 like you do. You go, oh, yeah, he's making up stuff. Bullshit. He's lying. He's infusing fear. He's trying to divide people. He stands up there and says, these news people, <coughs> excuse me, are horrible, horrible, nasty, evil people. Are you kidding me? That's bullshit. That's total, down the line bullshit. They are not the- evil people. Russia's just one. Yeah, okay. Now, this is, this is a great one here. we got two good ones that, to, to wrap this baby up, how stupid Trump is and how stupid the whole situation in America is. At one of his rallies, he's telling the people, and they're cheering and salivating over this. I can't believe this, that, you know, you need a picture on a card. You need an ID to buy groceries. To buy groceries, you need an ID. And people are cheering and you're going, man, how stupid can you be? Have you ever presented an ID to buy a carton of milk? Has, ever? When was the last time Donald Trump bought a carton of milk? That's probably the point. <laughs> he probably had never, you know. He a probably... carton is very similar to a carton. <laughs> oh, I didn't get you. Damn, damn. He said carton. Carton, folks. <laughs> it's a carton. <laughs> well, my favorite Donald Trump story here is when he came here a million years ago when they were building um, uh, Harris, uh, the casino, before Harris got the contract. Mm. Trump came in and was going to help the Maoris. Get the get the thing, mm. and naturally it didn't work. He 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 landed here. He had some kind of meeting with the Maori board and went on Paul Holmes, and then went back to the airport. So he was here for like you know whatever. Wouldn't you know? have picked up a carton of milk. Uh, no, no, but he did buy an ice cream. Oh, did at, he at, at the airport? He bought an ice cream from a guy, and then he kept walking, and it was really funny. It was just great because the guy's going. He's like like got his hands up, going, "What the hell's my money? You can't just get damn ice cream!" And he's running after him, and Trump goes. I got no money on me. <laughs> so somebody reached in their pocket and gave the guy a buck. Okay. Now this is the this is the great one, folks. This is this shows how what a moron the guy is. And he said this. He actually said this at a rally. And people were cheering. Of course, the people in the you know, audience have no idea either. This I'm gonna read this for you. It's only about five lines. I have great respect. This is Trump speaking. I have great respect for the UK, United Kingdom. Great respect. People call it Britain. They call it Great Britain. They used to call it England. Different parts. (laughs) I mean, what the hell's that? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Geographies and histories, his, geographical history's never been an American strong point. No, no, we're we're very weak at that. Yeah, I have to. It's admit. quite. The Barack Obama knew his way around. He'd read a book. Yeah, read a book now and again. Yeah, you know, kind of looked at a map. You know? And, you know, and then the thing, if you're the president, just 
look at a map. Have so, have someone to give you a piece of paper and say this is the way it is. No, this is, <laughs> something came into his head. He found a sentence coming out of his mouth, and then realized he was committed. They used to call it England. I love that. We'll win bits of it. <laughs> Oh, damn those days. I'm still upset about the Norman Conquest, William the Bastard. Okay, right. there we go. Thank you very much. Thanks, Graham. Oh, next we go um, way away from America, culturally, geographically, the works. What's that? The Pie Awards. Oh! <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. Up next. You're tuned in to the Weekend Variety Wireless. So here it is, the annual pilgrimage to Bakel's New Zealand Pie Awards for 2018. We'll be following closely the passage of events. We'll have a chat with some past winners, the winner this year, of course, well as some of the others that are gold medalling. What's happened in a year of piedom, have pies swung to the right, to the left. Uh, we'll try and keep it positive. We won't bring up the allegations and we'll just... Take in what is Bakel's Pie Awards 2018. Here we are at the, what is it? It's the Sky Convention Centre. Brent from Bakel's. Welcome. How's the year in pies been? Oh, fantastic. Yeah. It's getting bigger and bigger. Okay. You know, the biggest man's walking in the door. He's uh, Eddie Gruton, Dad's Pies. Dad's Pies. People will know Dad's Pies, multiple winner. How many times have you won now, sir, Eddie? This would be... Um, um, We've already had twice now, didn't we, Brent? We forgot. I've got bad memories, and it comes with my gold card. Oh, yeah, good yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the excuse when St. Peter's giving these days. That's right. Still with Brent from Bakel's. Have we seen a, a swing to the left or the radical right with, uh, with pies over the last year, considering Trump and the reaction to that? Uh, they've all gone to meat, that's for sure. They have? Yeah. I think the sweet's not so so much on the table. Ah, yeah. Okay. Any new categories or anything people need to know? No, not you, but we just got a lot stronger in some of the categories. You know, the gourmet meat won it last year. Yeah. So that in, that's increased by forty percent this year. You know, oh, wow. so amazing that they targeting. You know, those winners know what they want. Uh, yeah. Potato top. You know, one of your favourites yeah. is uh, it's there. You know, it's it keeps on getting up there. You know, okay. it's, um, you know they, they continue to grow uh, the fruit category. Cafe Boutique, we just need some more work and a little bit more promotion. What's the difference between Gourmet and Cafe Boutique? The Gourmet is, is, is about, um, you know, you can use meat and what have you. The Cafe Boutique, you know, they can make whatever they like. Good luck for tonight. Thank you. The Mince and Gravy Gold Award is Lee Ng from Fast and Fresh Bakery Topol. Uh -huh. You said you got nerve and you got and you may notice this evening there's a, a 1950s theme harking back to the days when pies were particularly chauvinistic. Uh, women were allowed to make them, but only men were allowed to eat them up until about 1957. Of course, as you can probably tell, the United States 90s, 1950s theme as the 1950s in New Zealand, we were still doing the 1930s. And America's hadn't heard of a pie smaller than a dinner plate. Steak and cheese!
the greatest steak and cheese is an Englewood. The steak and cheese category goes to Patrick Lamb from Patrick's oh, Still no gold for Patrick Lamb. Oh, oh, oh. The winner of the steak and cheese gold award is Bantha Ming from Wild Grain Bakery Silverdale. Now we are on to number four, chicken and vegetables. Who cares? Well, we're getting quite excited about this non-event of and chicken and vegetable. Of the chicken and vegetables oh, gold is. award is, you've heard his name a few times tonight, it's Patrick Lamb. Oh, he hits a gold. This could be it. This, this could be the home run that does it. And a mighty two-run. You only have to win one gold to win the supreme pie. And here he is, Pat Lamb. He's wearing a fedora. Not seen the fedora before. I still don't understand why chicken and vegetable is a thing. I'd like to thank my wife to have me to do Yeah, people are definitely getting drunk now. And the winner of the Gourmet Meat Award and Great Fedora goes to Patrick Lamb. Oh, oh, oh. Roast pork and creamy mushroom. There will be cues. Bethlehem, Tauranga. Head towards Tauranga. Don't. Turn left. Pat Lamb, having won two golds already, he's in the front running for the Supreme Pie Award. But weirder things have happened. On two occasions, I recall weirder things happening. One with Pat Lamb when he won four gold medals and missed out on the Supreme Award. That was a walkout from Pat. I had to go and, well, I ran after him to see where he went. He was consoling himself outside uh, in disbelief. Another, when Brent Hughes of... Pukekohe Pack and Save scored four goals and a silver. And when they announced the Supreme Pie Award, I was at his table. He stood up, and it was somebody else. And you got pipped for the Supreme. I kind of felt your pain at the time. What does it feel like now, looking back at that time? Oh, it's still painful. You know, you still always look back at it thinking, why didn't we win? Uh, we went back to the drawing board the next year. We thought we'd, you know, fixed why we didn't do it, and, and we didn't get anything. So, to be honest, the next year hurt even more. It really does play on your mind for quite some time, and uh, missed out on the Supreme. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty gutting. The look on this face, I'll never forget. There were tears. So, we can't take anything for granted, but Pat Lamb... Gold Star Bakery in Bethlehem, Tauranga, definitely the front runner so far. And just returning for the real business end of the Bakers Pie Awards, commercial mince and cheese will be up very shortly. And just to reiterate, in order to qualify for that category, you have to be making 100,000 a week, not a month, 100,000 a week. It's the award for the Everyman Pie, your garage station favourite. Because face it, that's probably where you're going to buy your next pie. Big 50s theme carries on. Uh, it's the American 1950s. Ours were black and white men and hats and a waterfront strike. I mean, do we get our idea of the 50s actually from the 1970s in New Zealand when everyone just watched Happy Days?
Big, big, big showpiece. No expenses spared here at the High Awards. The next award goes to a somewhat unique pie, the pie that looks different to all the rest. It's the not-so-humble potato top pie. The potato top inclusion and was due to positioning by myself. This is something I promised to put to the judges now that I have some of you here. James Buckrell and James Wilson, Dave Hewitt. Why not a section for the potato top? The potato top's a legend. James Buckrell. I personally think potato top pie should be in it. It, it is a New Zealand Kiwi icon. Potato top pie should be in it. 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 Potato top pie. Sopiplong from Hillside Bakehouse and Cafe, Wairo Valley. Oh, must visit. We now move on to bacon and egg. I don't think any of these will have peas in them. James Buckrell has done almost everything in the world of pies. My honest opinion is that pea has got no business being in a bacon egg pie or a bacon cheese pie. Say that again, please, James. My honest opinion is a pea has no business being in a bacon egg pie or a mince and cheese pie. Thank you very much. The Bacon and Egg Gold Award winner is... You guessed it, Patrick Lamb. Oh, oh he's done it again. Just confirmed he is the king of pies. Time for the commercial wholesale mince and cheese, the everyman pie. To enter this, companies must manufacture an average of 60,000 single-serve pies per week. Apologies, so I thought it was 100,000. Commercial wholesale. Silver goes to Terence McMahon from Coupland's Bakeries. Oh, the famous Coupland's Christchurch. We'll get some South Island input here. And the winner of the Commercial Wholesale Gold Award is Eddie Bruton. Oh, Dad's Pies has done it. He's uh, won this before. There's a standing ovation. <laughs> they are delicious. The pepper steak is stunning. Bloody hell, Pat Lamb, how did you do it? <laughs> this is really cool because this is our second year running and we are ecstatic. Eddie. Uh, yes, Osipa. Congratulations on commercial mince and cheese. I still reckon it's the biggest ask. You've got to supply 60,000 a week. Thank you very much. It's not your first time either. It's our third time now. Yeah. And um, hey, um, 60,000 a week is, is nothing in our books. <laughs> we, we, do, we do do a few more than that, but yeah. hey, let's keep that a secret, eh? Okay, <laughs> but the thing is that why it matters to me, and I reckon most people, it's when, honestly, most people are going to get their pie. If they're travelling, if they're on a place they don't know, where can they pick up your pie? 
the best chance is if you stop at any of the BP stations nationwide. You will always have a consistently good pie and you know we are really proud to have a partnership with BP who we know look after the, our product like we provided to them. Good one and congratulations Cheers, again Eddie, well done. Thank you very much. Cheers. Bye. Alright, there's only one award to be divvied out and that's the Supreme Award. Pat Lamb, he can be pretty happy he's got himself three golds. That's no guarantee that he's going to win the Supreme Award. It's happened before that someone's won three or more golds and hasn't won the Supreme Award and it must be crushing. Now, James Buckrell is one of the people who's done almost everything in the world of pies and has been at every Bakel's Pie Awards, both as a contestant and as a judge. How many times do you recall it happening that someone's won an array of golds and hasn't won the Supreme? Oh, I know it's happened quite a few times, and if I was Patrick, I'd be sitting there absolutely crapping myself. Um, it happened to myself. We won a couple of golds, some silvers, and I thought we were in, but no. It um, happened to three or four others. But that's just part of it. I mean, um, you sort of think, oh, okay, I've got three golds, I'm going to be winning it, but uh, it doesn't work out that way. Yeah. The worst I've seen, the worst case of this, uh, case of disappointment, was poor old Brett Hughes. I think he won four golds and a silver and didn't take it. Yeah, I actually really felt sorry for him. Um, I mean, if you're a betting man, you would have put a hundy on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that crushing feeling, uh, when it happens, when you've won those goals, it's happened to you, what's it like? Oh, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see what's going to happen. Thanks very much, James Buckrell. We have come to the crunch time, ladies and gentlemen. This is the moment... This is the high point of the award ceremony, the announcement of the winner of the Bakels New Zealand 2018 Supreme Pie Award. One of the 11 gold award winners we saw earlier in the evening was judged a cut above the rest and will join only 21 others who have won this coveted prize. Let's reveal a Supreme star. Can I please have the envelope? The Supreme Pie Award winner for 2018 is Patrick Lane. Oh, he's done it. He's done it. He has done it. This is one of the most outstanding performances. And Patrick is picking this up for his roast pork and creamy mushroom. Although on the screen it actually says post pork. It's the gourmet meat entry. All these pies are judged anonymously. So how he does it, I don't know. Honestly, I feel like so greedy. <laughs> we always say that one goal is enough. But tonight, three goal and a supreme winner. And that's my number six supreme winner. Team come true. And thank you, my wife. And Pat Lamb, at the height of his craft, easily the most winningestest pie maker in the land. And what a transformation when you think about where he's come from. A little baby on the killing fields of Cambodia to here.
I don't believe it. How are you, Graham? I'm well. Congratulations, Pat. Thank you, Graham. Thank you. It's a, it just as outstanding. This is six Supremes? Yeah, it's number six Supreme that we win um, Supreme of High Warden. Yeah. And it's amazing tonight. It's a big night for us. It's a big shot. How nervous were you it just way waiting for that? Because other people have won plenty of golds and not won the Supreme. Yeah, we're so exciting and nervous waiting for the, for the announcement. And, um, and we actually have three goals, which is like you got more chance to win. But honestly, you're still nervous and waiting for yeah. the, re- the result. Yeah. Because yeah. it's happened to you before, hasn't it? Like winning yeah. lots of goals, I think it was three before and you missed out? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think last year we have a two goal and a silver, yeah. but we still miss out. Yeah. Yeah, so amazing. <laughs> and your pie, it's your gourmet meat entry. It's not unusual to win the overall pie. That's number three supreme winner for the gourmet meat. Is that right? Yeah. Um, we actually use the same mix for the mushroom, uh-huh. but we create different roast pork and caramelized onion. Okay. So we change a little bit different, okay. but the mix is the same. It's hard to win one category, let alone the amount that you've won. What's the secret? Because they don't see your label on the pies. The pies are anonymous. What's the secret? Yeah, honestly, um, we, we, we dream just to come back for 